after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are talking about TV commercials. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. I'll tell you what, I'll just have the ham. Pass the ham, please. My name is Andrew Walsh. I have no ham, but I have a Genevieve Has here with me, and Has shares two letters with the word ham. That's true. Hello, Genevieve. Have you ever thought about that before? Yes, I think about it every day. Every day, (laughs) and you don't even eat ham. I do not eat ham, but it's good to be here with you. Yes, thank you for putting together today's show. I believe the idea for today's show was born on this very show, right? Weren't yes. Weren't we um, talking about you putting together a quiz for me last week? Yeah, something about um, the way Buicks, and I mean this is true of all car lines and all car brands, but something about the Buick naming conventions made me laugh. And I thought it would be fun to see because there's so many Buicks out there that I've never heard of. Like there, there are Buicks that like you know everyone I think has probably heard of, but then there are a lot of Buicks that I never remembered the you know these these short-lived uh, minivans and mm-hmm. uh, you know sedans and things. So I thought I'd see if you have a, a good instinct for which is a real Buick name and which is one that I made up. I believe I was positing that maybe there would be something called a Buick Bursar. <laughs> exactly. At one point last week. Now, I do want to let you know, as a little bit of, maybe I should have told you this before you put the quiz together, but I did sort of grow up in a Buick family. Well, that's, I think that's great. I think this is going to be an interesting challenge. Now, then. when I say a Buick family, we didn't like, we weren't constantly getting Buicks or anything like that, but I think the favorite car my dad ever drove when I was a kid was in like the mid-90s, and okay. it was some sort of a... Oh, God, I love the 90s. <laughs> it was some sort of a, um, I don't know. It felt, I don't I don't even know. I don't remember the name of it. You don't it. remember it? But if you no. heard it, you might remember it. Yeah, and if I saw it, yeah. I would definitely remember it. It was like a classic 90s Buick kind was, of like sedan, but a little bit boxy in the back. I was shocked like. as I, lear- as I went boxy, through but. as I went through the Buick history. Buick made some ugly ass cars, especially in the... I would say late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. But they also made some really cute cars. There's one in here that looks like a Datsun that's honestly just oh, like wow. so, See? so cute and sexy. I would love to have it. Here's what I'm going to do. And I should have done this before the show. I had literally a week to do this. But if you don't mind, as we get started here, I am going to text my father. Okay. And I'm going to ask him what kind of a Buick he had in the 90s. But I will not don't look, look at the until answer you get it. Yeah. until... That might, it might give it away it might right. be one of these but hopefully maybe by the end of the show if i can text and do a podcast at the same time maybe by the end of the show we will have an answer to what kind of buick i fell in love with when i was 13 years old okay. circa 1992 sounds good um also we will uh check in with the ad council i think are we checking with the ad yeah. council today okay good we have some stuff from the ad we council have some stuff from the as ad you council. guys can tell i've been working all week on this and then um i have been actually i really have been working um hard on a project which is my bt dubs segment i had 
so many commercials that I had dubbed off of VHS but had been living on my hard drive the past several weeks and I never uploaded them to YouTube and they were just piling up and piling up. And almost all of these come from like 1994 through 1996. And I uploaded probably about 200 in the past week or so. Oh my and gosh. so I just grabbed some here that I wanted to share with you. We're not going to go through all 200. Okay. We'll just go through over a we'll go through a couple and then I'll roll out more throughout the um throughout the weeks, but I just got excited about some of these and already getting good comments on some of these as well from our listeners. So, all right, all of that is coming up first though. Genevieve is going to quiz me on cars. <laughs> Imagine buying a Buick in Primrose Hill. I don't know where Primrose <laughs> Hill is, but I have a strong feeling that it's not a place that sells Buicks. I don't know. It might be a... I feel like they only would sell English cars there. It does sound like or an English place. lorries. <laughs> no? As ever, that's not what that word means. It means truck, doesn't it? It means truck. Right. It doesn't mean car. I said car or lorry. Okay. All right. Is that not what I said? You sounded like you Roll said... Roll back the tape. It sounded like you said that... Or, or as in... Synonymous mm. with. I see. So you you disagree with the tone with which I said the word or. That's what we're arguing about here. I guess so. <laughs> you seem like you're having fun. Yeah, That's this is so fun. Thing. Um, all right, let's do this quiz. Is it a Buick? Very simple. Mm-hmm. Is it a Buick? Is it a Buick? It's a, there's a whole oh, there's that's yeah, it's it's is it a Buick or is it not a Buick? I'm gonna read four names to you. And these, one of these four is a real Buick, and three of them are ones I made up. And oh, okay. Wow. So you made up a lot. I made up a lot. because So I got to identify the real Buick, yeah, not the fakie. There's, okay. a, there's three fakies and one real one. And I tried to sort of, based on the real one, kind of have like a loose theme. So it's not just four random words, but like each one of these Buick names made me think of sort of like... Uh, kind of a kind of a theme, and so I, I sort of built my fake answers around that. Okay. But you got to pick out the real one. All right, sounds good. You have a bell over there. If I get it right, I was going to say I should look for the buzzer too, but I don't think we'll be needing that. And then when when you when we when we've when you've answered it uh, correctly or incorrectly, I'll play the real one, um, so we can know. Okay. So is it a Buick? A Buick Attaché? A Buick Liaison, <laughs> a Buick Rendezvous, oh, sexy, or a Buick Premier. Should I stop making those noises? I would, yeah. I think, I'm looking for my notepad here so that I can keep score of all my points. I think it was a Buick Attaché. Was it a Buick Attaché, Genevieve? Well, let's play the ad. Oh. This is an ad, um, and there are a lot of visuals here. It's really weird. It's in New Orleans, hence the Frenchiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a sort of a beautiful woman who maybe is a witch or a fortune teller or something. Oh, okay. And she's in one of those French Quarter like houses with the with the balcony off of it, and she's doing some kind of witchy stuff, and she manifests Tiger Woods. Inside this car. Whoa! So this. Oh, that's well. Tiger Woods has been playing since the nineties. Yeah. yeah so, this okay. is, I was about to say. Oh, so this, this is a new this ad. This claims to be a two thousand two <laughs> ad. I don't okay, know if that's, be a right, if that's about accurate. Right. Okay. This is weird. The roominess of a minivan. Capabilities of an SUV. I feel like that describes an attaché. The ride of a luxury car. Uh huh. Conjured up in one innovative package. The 2002 Buick Rendezvous. Oh! Damn it! 
Buick Rendezvous. I love this town. And that's Tiger Woods at the end there. Saying, I love this town. I love this town. So, yeah, it's interesting to have Tiger... I mean, in hindsight, it's interesting to have Tiger Woods advertise a right. vehicle, especially some time, sort of SUV-style <laughs> vehicle. Is he holding a glass? Well, she drops... She So she has like a soccer mom on board little... Uh, you know those little window stickers. The witch does. The witch does. Uh-huh. Um, some other, some other indications or, or symbols of the the various personalities that they are various at you know assets that it's describing. Mm-hmm. She does like a little wave of her magic hands. It it all manifests into a single golf ball, and she drops the golf ball into some hole somewhere, like a uh-huh. like a blowhole or something, <laughs> on top of the car. <laughs> the sea was angry the that day. The sea was angry that day. And then when she drops the the golf ball into whatever magic hole it goes into, um, both she and Tiger Woods appear in the car. Interesting. But I agree. The rendezvous. I that lo- does make more sense. I don't... Yeah, but but that's the thing, like... Any of these could work. That's what that's what I think is funny. I about thought rendezvous this. was a little too sexy, but I guess you can have a rendezvous that is non-sexual. But I do think it's delightful that yeah, he's advertising an SUV type of car. <laughs> yeah. After at one point, she angrily picks up a golf club yeah. and starts swinging it at the at the rear window of the of the thing. If any listeners, I think the liaison would be a good name for yeah, a would car. that. See, that seems that's even too more. Sexy. That's too sexy. Yeah, yeah, but if any listeners would like to have a the, non-sexual rendezvous, extramarital affair. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Now it, the you'll enjoy the Toyota side piece. Okay. <laughs> oh, the Honda Philanderer. <laughs> okay. All right. So I am one for one. Beautiful. You're zero for one. Okay. Um. All right. This next one is it a Buick? The mm-hmm. Buick Envision. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I can envision that. Yeah, I can envision that. The Buick Dream Rover. No. Give me a major bark. <laughs> the Dream Rover. The Buick Manifest. Uh huh. The Buick Ambition. Oh Christ! I hope not. What are the first? Wow, you're right, man. It's Buick, hard, right? Buick suck. Buick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, it, well, give me number one and three again. I'm just right. missing two number, and four. You're not. You're, you're like no on Dream Rover, no on Ambition. <laughs> Dream Rover. Okay. Like, like the somebody... Buick Envision. Uh, the Buick Manifest. Uh, and by I, the way. I think I have an amazing future in car naming. I feel like I feel like I'm I feel really, like every really time I'm in I dis- the zone on I this. I feel like every time I dismiss Dream Rover, you look at me like, "Don't make a mistake here." Like I, I care about you. Don't make a mistake. But I don't like, care about you. Oh, okay, good. That eases things up yeah. a little bit. I mean, in one aspect of my life, in other aspects, <laughs> it makes things much more <laughs> troubling. I would say. Um, <laughs> How's I go with your instincts? I feel like you keep pushing me towards Dream Rover, but um, Manifest or Envision. I'm going to go with Envision, the Buick Envision, which is just a terrible name for a car. It is a terrible name for a car, but it is the name of the car. All right. Let's hear that commercial. All right. Just to set this up for you, um, you have a, a mom getting out of her Envision in front of a nice suburban house. Her son comes out and is like... Mom, is this the new Buick? And then she starts showing. <laughs> because kids that's what love. I mean, I've, well, actually, I just did tell you that I loved my dad's Buick yeah. when I was a tween. So. Uh, well, this kid seems cooler than you, but <laughs> he uh, he's he's get he gets hey. the, he gets the tour of like all of its cool features. Wow, is this our new car? It's a new Buick Envision. 
and I got it with Wi-Fi for all of your Wi-Fi stuff. All of your Wi-Fi stuff. Wireless charging for your phone. Cool. Oh, wait till you check out the back. She opens the hatch. There's a golf ball. It's filled with groceries. It's a lot of groceries. Hmm? Good thing you're here. Can I do it after I walk the dog? We don't have a dog. <laughs> Look at my strong man. Don't patronize me. <laughs> oh, that's I like good. this kid. I like that kid a lot. Yeah. In general, I think Buick ads are terrible, and especially the new class of Buick ads where yeah. it's like, is this a Buick? I like him trying to walk the imaginary dog. I thought that was a good enough joke. And yeah. then don't patronize me is actually um, a great joke. I love that. Are you trying to turn off autoplay? Is that what I'm seeing you do? Yes. <laughs> As we hear other commercials play in the auto, background. It started autoplaying. Damn um, I have not. I will tell too. everybody while you work on that. I will tell everybody that I have texted my father. Okay. I have not heard back. All so right. uh, we, the clock is ticking, Bob. All right. Here's a new one. Here's a new. Uh, here's another one for you. Is it the Buick Osprey? No. The Buick Tail Feather. No. The Buick Kestrel. Or the Buick Sight Skyhawk? I'm going to say, as much as I hate this, I'm going to say it's the Buick Skyhawk. And I'll tell you what, there's no such thing as a Skyhawk. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's like the Seattle Seahawks. All hawks are Skyhawks. Yeah, exactly. Um, High Hawks are by definition <laughs> Skyhawks. Or, or the um, New Hampshire Fisher Cats. Fisher Cats are not a thing. Seahawks are not a thing. Mm-hmm. Skyhawks are not a thing, but they are a Buick. You That's don't think I would have made that up, in other words. Well, that's a good point. I, all the other ones sound even worse, though. And I just feel like some dingus at Buick came up with Skyhawk, and they're like, all right, that's fine. Let's go. I don't want to miss my kid's rehearsal. All right, well... All right. This ad is hilarious. I'm so sad that neither you nor the listeners can see this. It's just a shot of the Skyhawk driving through a sort of like a washed out landscape with a... (laughs) with a hawk in flight superimposed over it. Uh-huh, does just, it make hawk sounds? Just flying in front of it. Ah! ah yeah. Does it do that? I think it might. If not, it's like definitely implied. Are you saying caca? <laughs> the record Inside stretch. you're free. Inside you're free. Yeah, this car is really cute. It looks like an old Datsun. It's a 76. Like a wild bird's car. Inside your Buick Skyhawk. See it, drive it, fall in love with it. That's your Buick dealer. Living free. Okay. Buick to the freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seeing Kaka? I um I thought this was a more modern commercial that was using old timey music, and so they added like sort of a record. No, patina, I think that's, but, yeah, that's legit. actually from that era. I gotta yeah. say, I like the tone of that. Now I feel a little bad for going so hard against it. I do want to jump in here and say. I just received a lengthy text back from my father, which means he did see it right away, and he spent the past few minutes writing and composing this thing. I have not read it yet. Yeah, don't read it, because it might give away one of these uh, Mm -hmm. subsequent ones. All right. Um, You got the Skyhawk right. You Mm -hmm. got the uh, Envision right. Good job. So I'm two out of three. Two out of three. All right. Here's here's another one. Is it the Buick Estate? Mm, I could hear that. The Buick Enclave. Oh, Definitely. The Buick Equilibrium or the Buick Excelsior. What was it, the second one? Enclave? The Buick Enclave. The yeah. Buick Enclave has got to be it. Why do you think that's it's the Enclave? I feel like I've heard of it before. All right. But you didn't ring the bell. You're hitting play before you ring the bell. Whoa, Mom, is this your new Buick? It's our new Buick. Okay, I should probably set this up because I'm going to run it back because it's very plot heavy. So again, it's another kid saying, Mom, is this the new Buick? The other kid said, is this our new car? Kids just love to talk. I mean, it would be crazy to me if the kids are like, 
if this is the fr- they're getting ready to go to school she's got three kids one of them has a bearded dragon lizard in a in a you know tupperware mm-hmm. or whatever um they each got their own i didn't do my homework thing yeah iggy is the name of the bearded dragon wow. as they're getting in the car the kid with the bearded dragon is just like listing lizard facts oh Sounds like you. Iggy the bearded dragon ate a fly. Whoa, Mom, is this your new Buick? It's our new Buick. Did you know Iggy can change color to communicate? I forgot to submit my essay. Mom, my phone's almost dead. Put it on the wireless charger. Mom, use the Buick's Wi-Fi and upload it now. That was fast. He can hiss like a cat. And he gets up on his hind legs and... Mom, where's Iggy? I think I know where he is. So she uses the backup camera to see that Iggy has somehow escaped and is standing behind the car scaring everybody. How do you stay so calm? Massaging seat. The three-row Buick Enclave. The family SUV. There's the bell. So I was right. It was Enclave. You tricked me there. I'm now three for four. You're good at Buicks. I'm good at Buicks. I majored in Buick. Um, (laughs) I... Have a question. What a weird name for a car, Enclave. It is. I actually think mine are better. I think Iggy's a better name for a bearded lizard or a bearded dragon yeah. than Enclave is for a car. But, so just here's my question. Yeah. You're a family. You're living your life. Sure. How many kids? Three kids? Three kids. This is a mom. We don't see a dad. We assume there may be a dad or another mom in the picture. Who knows? Who knows? But we're picturing like kind of a kind of your standard five piece family or whatever. I call them five-piece families. Like chicken. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you, as a child who's maybe 13 years old or 12, the first you're, you're seeing of your family's it. new car- That's what I'm saying. Is on the way to school hey, Mom, on a this, random Wednesday. Is this your new car? Like, where have you been? Yeah, have you been away at camp? Were you drinking last night? Did yeah. You, were, like, what happened that, does like- Does this kid have, like, that- uh, it, Does this kid have, like, memento disease? Do you remember, Genevieve, like, being a kid and, like, your parents bringing home a new car? It was a big deal. It seems like- I, I can't think of a specific example. My dad would, like, he would lease cars. You know, you can lease mm-hmm. to own, but- I don't think they'd ever go for the the, the owning thing, but they would like lease new cars. But my dad would get like new cars for both him and my mom, like somewhat on the reg, like let's say every five years or so. My dad kind of grew up in a generation where they really prized cars and loved kind of car culture, um, which is why you end up with a a Buick. Um, But (laughs) um, honestly, the uh, the Skyhawk is a silly name, but a wonderful. I think car. back in the day, Buicks were cool. That's yeah. the thing. But um, yeah, it just sort of seems like you, I can't picture the night that my dad would bring home a new car. But I assume there would be a lot of excitement in the family, and you would talk about it. And you would crawl around. And you think, oh, this is good. I can play with my Star Wars figures up here or whatever. Like, how is this kid just waking up, going to school? It's chaotic, and be like, oh, what? Looking oh, around hey, and be like, oh, do we have a new we're in car? A new, I'm in a oh, new car. Okay, whatever. Okay, I mean, they are. They do have a pretty sweet house. So to the point where just, maybe they just yeah. have lots of cars, but yeah. it does seem a little nuts. Do you think Jerry Seinfeld is the father that we can't see? He's just got so many cars. So, or Jay Leno. <laughs> it's Jay Leno's family. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. I will say up, up front, this next car is kind of like the Skyhawk. Like It's a very cool looking car. Okay. It's an older one, probably from the 70s. Ooh, okay. Um, you've got, is it the Buick Discovery? Hmm. The Buick Intrepid. The, you know, between the Buick Discovery and the Buick Intrepid, maybe the quiz should have been, is this a Buick or is this a Star Trek spinoff? Well, I mean, <laughs> and these, these are kind of, these are all kind of space related. Yeah, okay. The, Bu- the Buick Luna or the Buick Apollo. 
I think it's the Intrepid. What was the first one again? The Buick Discovery. I think it's the Buick Intrepid. The right. second one that you said. Let's see what we let's see what the commercial what the commercial has to say. In this one, I'll just set it up. You've got a, a middle aged man, pretty comfortable looking uh, guy coming out of his house bragging about how, you know, he's worked for so long to be a rich dude. Um, he doesn't he doesn't acknowledge his privilege in case you're wondering. <laughs> um, and then he's like, everyone says I should have it's I think it's like the 70s. So it's like gas crisis time. Oh, yeah. So he's like, everyone says I should have a small car. Well, I don't want a small car because I'm a big old white dude. Um, but then the this uh, Buick that he has bought kind of like sells him on the idea that you can you can have a smaller car without uh, giving up your American giving up your Americanness. Exactly. <laughs> It took me 20 years to get what I've got today. Now they say that one of my cars ought to be a small one. Look at the Apollo by Buick, they say. Uh, oh, damn so it. I look, and I see a small car, but with room and comfort. It's gorgeous, And something though. else, a six-cylinder engine with a 21-gallon gas tank. That adds up to range. There's nothing wrong with a small car, as long as it's a Buick. Apollo. Wow. The Buick of small cars. <laughs> The Buick of small cars is pretty That's cool. That's a pretty good, uh, a pretty good uh, slogan, I think. Um, yeah. Do we? Is there another car called the Intrepid? Can I look that up? Sure. Now that I have to say, I didn't do. I I tried not to pick something that I knew for a fact was another car, mm-hmm. but there are so many car names out there that it's possible that I that one snuck in. There's something called a Dodge Intrepid, oh, and when I type it in, it says uh, for some reason it's going right to a 2004 Dodge Intrepid, so I don't know if it was a, a short-lived thing. So that was that a little was bit of era. a cheat on my part. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't know, but okay, that that would be why I thought there was a car called the Intrepid. Oh, yes. Of course, this is an earlier, knowing also that it's an older Buick, I'm thinking of all these names from like modern Go- days. Do which a real quick generic. Google on the Buick Apollo and tell me that you don't think that's a hot car. Um, are two one P two L's two in Apollo? L's, yep. Things are alert. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my Is god! That hot? You would see this in the TV show Police Woman on Crackle dot com. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love if yeah. Uh, Someday when we when money is no object, let's get a vintage Buick Apollo. That this because I'm looking at it, it says Buick Apollo is a compact car. Like this compact yeah. car is like Guess three again. times the size yeah. of any car I've ever. Owned. Well, that's true. I owned a boat one time, but that we would buy now. Wow, that's amazing. Seventy three to seventy five, short lived. Yeah, very. Okay. Um, all right, this is oh, we have two more here. This one has a sort of a an English countryside feel. This is that sort of the theme of this next one. Is it the Buick Somerset, the Buick Berkshire, mm. the Buick Wentworth, mm. or the Buick Sussex? I'm going to say it's the Buick Somerset. I like I like the sound of a Buick Somerset, but mm. I have a feeling this also sounds like a Buick that I would like. Um, no, is this a mo- this isn't a classic Buick? It's a pretty ugly Buick. It's oh, like, it's a new it's Buick. Like the, not new. It's like eighties. It's okay. but it's just like a really boxy eighties sedan. Um, and this is the this commercial is very much. Um, it feels like one where they're like, oh, we've suddenly got to acknowledge that women are in the workforce. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of these scenarios where people need cars and people doing their jobs, working in, um, you know, the film industry or or uh, you know, sort of like out and about doing their lives and their jobs. And and intercut through it all is this hideous car just like tooling around through through the streets. Before you hit play on this, can you remind me what the four options were again? Mm-hmm. 
The Buick Somerset. That's what I went with. The Buick Berkshire. Okay. Oh, that could have been okay. The Buick Wentworth. Mm-hmm. The Buick Sussex. All right, I went with the first one. Okay. You want to stick with Somerset? <sighs> Can I phone a friend? You cannot phone a friend, and you've already phoned your dad, so <laughs> I think you have to just consider your dad a friend. Can I phone a dad? You cannot phone a dad again. Can I phone a dad? <laughs> I feel like you're trying to push me off of Somerset. Um, okay, I'll just I'll lock in. I'm going with Somerset. I guess I don't lose a lot. What am I right now? I, I think I've, I've gotten five really well. right and two wrong, maybe? You've gotten or? two wrong, uh, but you've gotten four, four, right? four. Well, there's only seven total, and we've got two left, so... Um, mm. You must be three and two. Oh, that's weird. Okay, I thought I was better than that. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Give me a deadline, give me a goal. Give me a challenge, cause I'm on a roll. Give me savvy, give me cool. Give me savvy, give me cool. Give me a car that breaks all the rules. Oh. Come on, hey, hey. I got it right. Now somebody drives onto a ferry. Wouldn't you really rather have a Buick? Um, that is an amazing song. I want to hear somebody leave that on our voicemail yeah, line. Yeah, it's a good jingle. With the energy, people. Somerset. I'm up here. <laughs> um, I That is amazing, the energy. I would love to spend just an entire episode breaking down each line of that song. There's so much in there. there can you just play it again? What's, there's something at the beginning of that. Did you already close the tab? Um, I, it's, I can find it again real quick here. Okay, there was something at the beginning that... Um, Really stood out to me as a as a kind of a a selling point within the song that I've already forgotten because my brain is bad. I think it was that. Give, give me, me savvy. Give me cool. Give me a car that breaks all the rules. Like, yes, because nothing breaks and the I, rules like Buick. And I just want you to look at this car because there okay, couldn't be it a. Called again? It's called <laughs> the, the Buick Somerset. Somerset, and there couldn't be a car that breaks fewer rules. It this is, seems like a total rule follower of a car. Let me if take I'm a honest. look at this. Oh, see, this is getting closer. You don't like see. This is getting closer to what my what dad had. had. Me, I'm almost wondering now if that was the late '80s instead of. I think my dad had a, like a 1991. It might have been a Somerset. So I, I gotta say, I like this car. Yeah, this is like a 1989 uh, can, commercial. Can so. you see the one that I have up here? Yes. This is the '85 Somerset. That's close to. Yeah, and my it has it only, that like, it like really a, abbreviated back. That's why I said before it's a little boxy in boxy the back. Boxy in the back, and it was two toned. The one I'm looking at here is an '87. It was gray on the bottom, like uh, brick red on the top. Yeah. I loved the color brick red growing up. I think I mentioned that on the show recently. Brick red and forest green were my Crayolas. Thank you very much. And so, actually, I wonder. I haven't looked at my dad's um, my dad's text yet, but I'm pretty sure that it might have been a Somerset. Let me try to look at a, like a 1991 Somerset. Were they around then? Yeah, I think this is oh probably oh, it, right? You don't like this? Oh, this car breaks all the rules. How can you like this and also the Apollo, which is so hot? Well, because I think that like God don't make no junk. Buick don't make no junk. Buick does make some <laughs> junk. Unlike our Lord in heaven, Buick makes some junk. Okay. I love this. All right, we got one more. You ready? I love the Somerset. Okay. Yeah. We've got this So last... I've got so one more. There's seven, which means I've gotten five right. Yeah. And um two no right. no no there's seven total so I've yeah, only so got four, four right, right. Okay, two wrong two wrong yeah here we go um so you're definitely gonna win you're definitely gonna be majority I, guess. I wanted to sweep 
Um, all right. Is it the Buick Altitude? No. The Buick Endurance? Maybe. The Buick Rainier? No. The Buick Ascender? The Buick Endurance. I feel strongly about this one. All right. You're very confident. Yes, I am for once in my damn life, which means I'm probably This ad wrong. is so weird. So we've got a woman in a pretty, in what is clearly the Buick like design lab or whatever. She's clearly a car designer. Um, and again, I think they were going through something where they like really needed to, although this is supposedly from 2004. So I guess they were still figuring it out that women are in the workplace. Maybe this is like they figured out that women can design cars. Mm-hmm. So this woman's like, she's very like business suit walking through the, the this lab, but she's got next to her a ghost. I mean, like a guy who's sort of a ghostly presence who's like an old time, sort of dressed old time 50s with like a, you know, a fedora and stuff. And he's kind of like whispering in her ear, like all the things she should put into a car. So even though she's a modern lady, Uh. old time ghost man is telling her like, put all this America, you know, like we got to have this be a real American dream kind of car. There's more witches and ghosts in this. So many witches and ghosts. I I know you wouldn't think. Maybe he's related to the Stevie Nicks ghost that was in the first. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she's, as she's designing this car with, with her colleagues, um, and Frank Sinatra is busy telling her, okay. like, what for? <laughs> He's Buick-splaining. He's Buick-splaining. <laughs> I wish we should just, just call the show Buick-splaining. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Miss Park. A 5.3-liter V8 would be nice. Some leather would be good. Some leather would be good. A sound system that only plays Vivaldi. Nah. The interior should be really quiet. should ride like it's gliding on air. Give me everything we've ever learned about building fine automobiles. There's a lot to fit in a car. Who says it's got to be a car? Introducing Rainier. It's a brand new Buick. The Buick Rainier. I dismissed that out of hand. Yeah, I I thought that might be a tricky one. It's such a weird car name. And so specific to our region, But you know, like there's a car that's like the Denali, which is a specific mountain. That's so funny, because I think of Rainier as being like very regional, you know, a regional reference. I think Buick Ascender would have been a way better name. But I didn't go with Ascender. You went with Endurance. I thought for sure. But again, that's a Star Trek show, isn't it? No, there's Enterprise. There's no Star Trek Endurance? No. They should get going on that. What do you make of this car? Um, let me see. Can you Google a picture of yeah, it real quick? Yeah, so uh, it's called the the Buick Rainier, Rainier, which is two I's, one A, one E. It's oh, a, it's just a generic it's a modern generic like SUV, SUV kind of car. Pretty boxy. Every SUV looks exactly alike to me. Like exactly alike to me. I cannot. I can't tell There's most nothing, cars apart. Anyway, this one is pretty generic. So is that the end of the quiz? That is the end of the so quiz. So here, let me read um, what my dad wrote All here. Right. Hopefully there is nothing private in here. He says, I hope it's just not a, as obscene as his texts usually are. Can yes. you try to clean it up? He says, hey, Andy, I was just making out with a couple of people at the same time. Wow. Jeez, <laughs> come on. No, That's says, not even relevant. <laughs> also, I was trying not to I say I was anything. trying to make, I was making out with a couple of people at the yeah. same time. What a generic way for me to say that. I was what trying a, What a strange to- way to say <laughs> a very sexy thing. <laughs> Sorry for getting back to you so late. I was making out with a couple of people at the same time. At the same time. I said, hey, Dad, do you remember what kind of Buick you drove in the early 1990s? I remember loving it. You might have gotten two in a row. One was a darkish red, maybe. He writes back, yes, there were a couple in the 80s. Mine was dark blue. 
Uncle Frank had a dark reddish one. That's right. I liked Uncle Frank's. They would, I, my dad and uncle, who were business partners, were would sort of lease cars at the same time. Sure. So they'd often get two of the same car, but like different colors and different features. In the early 90s, however, I had a black one. I'm pretty sure uh, because I, okay, that's some personal information. They were all Park Avenues. Yes, I loved them too. Can we watch a Buick Park sure. Avenue Look commercial? Look it up. Um, let's that see would have here. been, a, except that you would have known it right away. That would have been a good one to do a street street theme. Oh, you know what though? I he says they're all Park Avenues. I'm looking at this one from the early '90s. Oh wow! I gotta say, I liked that other one. The Somerset, better. the Somerset, way more. Is he sure he never had a? Okay, well, I this is He'd way rem- rounder. He seems confident that it's... Yeah, no, he would know. And that, honestly, Park Avenue rings a bell, but like 1989 Park Avenue, maybe? Yes, here, maybe in the late 80s. Oh, that looks a lot like the yes. Somerset. Okay, this is what I'm looking at. My dad had a late 80s Buick Park Avenue, and then I guess maybe in the late 90s he got back into it. So yeah. let me see Park Avenue commercial, see if we can find this. Um, here's a Park Avenue commercial... Uh, I want the earliest one I can find. Here's one from 1994. Andre and Michelle are falling in love with America <laughs> and their Park Avenue Ultra. They love the stopping power of Ultra's anti-lock brakes. They You're like driving the through the West. Hold on. One thing I don't get is... Oh, they're, I, they're, they're doing a whole with... cross-country trip. Now that we're seeing Mount Rushmore... But the deal is, why does it sound like they're traveling through Sicily? Why Why this well, music? It is weird, and it has a Sicily. It does look like Italy, but then they specifically label it as South Dakota, USA. <laughs> well, South Dakota is the Sicily of America. You always hear right? that, yeah. Andre and Michelle are falling in love with America in their Park Avenue Ultra. They love the stopping I guess there's more country a little, twang a little in twang. there. Yeah. They love the security of Ultra's dual airbags. And they have warm feelings about Ultra's available heated driver's seats. It's going feeling. to be a wonderful tour. Andre and Michelle They're shaking are hands with cowboys. With a car this is honestly the most name. compelling ad for South Ultra. Dakota I've ever seen. Can you imagine just getting out of your car randomly and saying hello to some cowboys in South Dakota? I they think just they were there on stop some... what they do what they're doing. I they had the impression that they've booked some sort of dude ranch experience. Maybe I saw no other people involved in this dude ranch it's experience. It's a very exclusive dude ranch experience, Andrew. Anyway, yeah. Alright, well that was fun. I get zero points for You did great. You did a you're a you're a champion Buick identifier. <laughs> well, sort of, but um, I'm happy you didn't sweep it. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm, I'm bummed. What kind of quiz master would I be if you swept it? No, the thing that I'm, I'm hung up on here is getting my own family car wrong. Yeah. The car that I love so much. But you much. were not wrong about its looks. Like, yeah. You, when you get you to show the late me, 80s. You show me yeah. a Somerset and that late 80s Park Avenue, yeah. I can't distinguish them. Yeah. All right. Should we um, go over some of these commercials that I found on videotape? Do it to it. <laughs> So I threw a bunch of these as I was uploading all these commercials that were just sort of sitting on my hard drive. And I'll be honest with you, like a lot of the ones we've talked about already were things that jumped to the forefront for me as I was going through these videotapes. Yeah. So I wanted to show so them to you right away. You're skimming the cream a little and bit. Then, yeah, and, and now these have just been sitting on my hard drive. I didn't feel like in the moment some like huge need to post them. And now I've been going through and posting them and, and reconnecting with these in a way. So some of these, I, I would call them maybe more like sleepers to me. Now... I threw these all in the show sheet over the course of the past week without any notes. So I'm not exactly sure what in the sure. moment uh, wanted, you know, um, 
made me want to post these things. But let me start with this one, which I think my I think I was just like shocked at the at the product here. And this is for something called the Education Excellence partnership book Genevieve and I want you to watch this and give me your impression we just see a kid right and he's like in his bedroom by himself putting together like a model airplane it looks like it looks like a pretty badass model airplane in this commercial again only 10 seconds long and now now that I think about it I remember the punchline here or whatever the point of this commercial and I find it I don't is chilling the right word? Take a listen, <laughs> take a listen to this. This is from 1995. Education well, Excellence I'm on the edge Partnership of my seat book. Now. So this is a book you can get. All right. Billy wants to work on airplanes someday. Maybe one that you fly in. Now, would you like to call for this free book? Oh, damn. Way to improve his education? That so, was intense. So, so can I just can I just yes, walk us through what we just yes. what we just experienced? So he's there? building a little. He's building a, a model airplane. A little model in airplane, and then like room. the engine, the little plastic piece that's the engine that he's attaching to the wing and it's like an airliner kind yeah. of plane you know like it's a 747 a yeah. falls off and kind of cracks on his desk and that's when the you know the voiceover comes in like do you want this moron building your plane <laughs> get him some get him some enrichment he's a child he's a child with a piece of plastic fell off the piece plane of plastic fell off and the, and that the, is like, a terrible message the voice of god narrator is like do you want to fly on one of the planes oh my that he's god. Here, because it's so short i want to play it again billy wants to work on airplanes someday maybe one that you fly in now, would you like to call for this free booklet of simple ways to improve his education? Now, it's called it's 1-800-96-PROMISE. For the, it says on the cover of the book, Moving America to the Head of the Class. And it's called the Education Excellence Partnership sure Book. This, like, what do you think this is? This well, is not, this is some sort of for-profit bullshit, right? It doesn't feel, well, I don't know. I mean, it is an ad council ad, so it's Oh, it is an ad PSA. council ad. Okay, Yeah, All I right. suspect that this is a legit non-profit or probably public sector advertising and of course it's being it's coming out of some national campaign or national concern over the fact that this is 95 so maybe i don't know if it'd be china at this point but that other countries are eating our lunch in terms of producing more engineers producing more stem uh professionals and you know there's always a lot of anxiety around not having not turning out enough uh stem professionals from our you know from our colleges and universities. If you search for, in quotes, so that you have to find the exact phrase, Education Excellence Partnership Book, you get three results, and they all lead back to our video. Nice. Like that we are, we're really, we're we're really owning uh, the space. We're really owning that space. As they say. So, That's okay, good. I'm glad you had that same reaction. I'm going to play this one. This one I, I posted. I didn't have it on the show sheet until uh, somebody commented on it. And I believe this is probably one of our listeners. It's a, it's somebody who online has the name Mason, but I don't think it's our, Not our, our Mason. pal, Aaron Mason. No, oh, okay. but somebody who comments on a lot of our videos. And the commercial itself is for Five Brothers Tomato Sauce, okay? And it's okay. one of those like... Ah, in the old country. Sure. And again, it's five brothers. Remember yeah. that there's five brothers because that's key to Mason's <laughs> point. So take a listen to this. You just see people like you see close ups of herbs and you see these Italian men, you know, holding tomatoes gently. Sure. You know, so take gently a, cradling the tomatoes. Gently cradling tomatoes. Exactly. Yeah. Take a listen. There were once five brothers who made extraordinary pasta sauces I have never forgotten. Each brother brought his treasure. Raphael, tomatoes heavy in hand, fresh, pungent to smell. Christophe, summer leaf basil, 
With fresh garlic, onions, they created more than a meal. More like a, a first kiss. Taste the new pasta sauces they inspired. Five brothers, one passion. Okay, here's what uh, Commoner Mason says. This commercial sets up a premise and manages to undermine it all within 30 seconds. Strong agree. Did the other brothers bring the onions and garlic? What are their names? What did the fifth brother bring? I'm pretty sure we only hear two brothers' names in yes. this, right? And that, and, and it does open <laughs> with the premise, each one brings their treasure. So you think like, oh, it's going to be like a stone soup situation. Yeah, what are they where, all like, bringing? But we only hear he about Raphael. He brought the olive oil. You know, he brought the... The tomatoes. The gar- I mean, yeah, there's, surely there's at least five ingredients in this thing. Or even just one of them could just bring, like, a willing spirit. <laughs> you know? A, 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 a talent for leadership. I mean, just bring something. An ability to whiteboard ideas yeah. for future sauces. Also, A marketing genius. Here's the thing that also, the, I mean, I, I didn't pay much attention to this until Mason sort of pointed that out. And now I'm also curious who the narrator is. Because the narrator puts himself in the story and yeah. says that I remember. Take a listen again. Who is it? There were once five brothers who made extraordinary pasta sauces I have never forgotten. <laughs> that I have never, never forgotten. forgotten. So you were in on this. Were you their guest? Were Who you is there, this? Were is, you, he, is this like a fried green is tomato situation? Is this like a fried green tomato situation where like he was like a child at the time that this was all unfolding and he's now narrating it to us in the present as an old man? I guess so. Yeah, a little prince. Well, that's not really Princess Bridie. That's totally different. But yeah, maybe he's, yeah, like he's he's an old man now, but he's, it's almost yeah. like the Godfather part. Two. This does, is the Godfather part two of commercials. Yes, clearly, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this one. It's other the than, Buick of Godfather yeah. part twos of commercials, <laughs> of pasta commercials. I don't have a lot to say about this one other than I think I just had totally, totally forgotten or never even really quite put together that Ladysmith Black Mombazo got a Lifesavers deal in the late, I'm going to guess. They had that, a real moment. Yes. You be, know, Paul Paul Simon brought them onto his record. It was a great big deal. It, and I, I, my guess is, I mean, not to wait, savior this situation because I don't think they needed saving, but like, I don't think without, without Paul Simon bringing them to the attention Rhythm of... Rhythm of the Saints Amer- was a yeah. big deal, yeah. I, uh, I think he was on before that. They were on Graceland, too. Oh, I think. were they? Okay. I'm pretty sure, um, on, at least on some tracks on Graceland, which is where it began. And anyway, it's just, I'm just like going through these commercials. And then at the time, I don't even know if I put it together, but then, I mean, the sound is so distinct. And I was like, that's right. They did a whole bunch of these. Oh, oh, oh yes. The taste of lime. And it's all these just beautiful shots of fruit with these colorful lifesavers splashing through water with the fruit. This is right up your alley visually. It really leans into its natural assets. Now with more candy. <laughs> now with more, more ca- candy. Buy our candy now with more candy. Um, Do you think that they mention they say that to remind you that it's candy? Versus, I mean, I know the candy huh. ones aren't a breath mint, but obviously Lifesavers also does make a you know a style the wintergreen everything that is breath mints. Um, do you think they're trying to like promote? Because clearly, like they're really leaning they're into, like, worried the, that the people are going to think color, it's fruit. The bright colorfulness, the the translucence of this candy, like. I feel like the fact that they say candy is is uh, it stands strategic. out, but I don't think that they're. I don't think that would be why they would do that. Maybe one thing that struck me about this though is it reminds me of another commercial we played the other day for another fruit flavored candy. But I want to say it was 
Didn't I do a candy show recently? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't Gushers, but there was something, and I said, like, there was this trend that we forgot about showing brightly yeah. colored candies in water. These are all splashing around in water. Yeah. Um, yes, we. I can't remember which one. It, it wasn't... Skittles, I don't think. I don't think so. And it wouldn't have been Lifesavers because I was, I think we did a show talking yeah, about but it was our like favorite, a, it was like a, what we wanted in our Halloween basket. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely a fruity candy that I can't remember now. Um, yeah, I forgot about that too, but as soon as you played it, it came back immediately. Um, I still have, I have a million of these things. Those are three right there, but I'm looking at the time. I know that you have to get somewhere. We have I some do. ad council to get to, let's right? Get, let's talk about some ad council. Okay, cool. Let me get into the ad council, but I got to say we have a lot of those and I'm very excited to share them with you. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind Okay, what do we got? Well, Dave uh, posted this to the Facebook. He says, it's an older ad, but it checks out. That's Wait, a, is that how Dave speaks? That's not how Dave speaks, but that's how the that's the quote he's doing, which is from Star Wars. It's an older code, sir, but it checks out. Oh, I see. I see you, Dave. Um, this is something uh, that Dave posted uh, that I had not seen before and is kind of interesting. I'm interested to get your take on it, Andrew. This is for the the beer Carlsberg. I think it's like a lager of some type. Mm-hmm. Um, I've you know I've had it. It's like a fairly light beer. Um, and the stunt that they've done here is they filled a movie theater with bikers, like, and they're all white. I think it's very important to note, um, like. Very tough looking biker gang biker types. And they've they've filled the whole movie theater with them and they've left two seats open. And then they're saying then the, the premise is in, in like four or five different instances, a, a, an innocent, an unknowing couple comes in, buys the last two tickets to this movie. Then they walk into the theater and we we through hidden cameras see them like just going like, are you kidding me? Like I have to. These are mostly men, I'm going to say, with big, long beards, these bikers. They just look like bikers. They're all men. Leather vests. Leather vests, you know, tattoos. You know what a biker is. Intimidating. They're very intimidating. They're fully, like, you know, hell's angeled out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the the trick is that the people, I'm going to just spoil it for you because it's sort of like you had, it's all very visual, but... This, this couple, this unknowing or innocent couple, has to make their way past all these bikers in a very intimidating situation, sit down in the theater, and then as soon as they do, sort of they pass this gauntlet. Mm. Wait, this... maybe don't tell me what happens. Should right. I see what happens? Okay, sure. you set it up perfectly. So. And keep in mind, this is happening with four or five different couples, so it's okay. intercutting between their scenarios. And this is happening in Brussels. It says 148 bad boys. They're all in their seats. Oh, yeah, some of them are wearing, like, tank, like tank tops. Some innocent couples. So we see the innocent couples buying their movie ticket. This is like all the tropes. Only two seats left. It looks like fake security footage as they buy their tickets for no reason. Now this footage to me looks like it's fake because it's all like it's very professionally shot. Like where are the cameras if they don't know that they're being filmed? Right. Yeah. Although the cameras work is like cinema verite, like kind of handheld. Yeah. I'm I'm on the fence about whether this is real. So these couples are just having little conversations with themselves like, are you kidding me? How are we going to sit down? Now, here's the deal. This is clearly of an era when you have to buy your tickets ahead of time and choose your seats, right? Yeah. So when they chose their seats, did they know they were going into a busy theater? Because, I guess they like, must have known. I mean, they, or maybe they... If you and I were going to the movies and we saw that there were only literally two seats left in the theater and it was yeah. jam-packed around a bunch of other people, would you just say no or would we do it? 
I don't know. I mean, it depend on like how interested in seeing the movie that I, I was. But if if clearly the seats that have been saved for the, these couples are like pretty good seats they are like in the middle of a row, not too far forward. So I could see it being like, well, it's going to be full, but it is the new. Yeah, I guess I assume that all these bikers came to see the new Wes Anderson. I'm, that's yeah, what I'm going right, to guess. Right. It, yeah. it, it's the new Austin movie. Okay. <laughs> so all these couples are coming in. They're kind of. Some of them are trying to crawl over the bikers. Some are. Turning I think some around. of them give away, go yeah. away. Yeah, but a few of them make their way to their seats, including a black couple, uh, which I think is very brave. A young black couple, yeah. And here's like a middle-aged white couple. Then, as soon as they sit down, a spotlight goes on them in the middle of this crowd of bikers. And then all these bikers open up Carlsberg's beers and hands the couple, the couple, the near, the nearest ones, hand them beers. Okay. Like congratulations. <laughs> like you did it. You passed the test. What is the test? Not being afraid of bikers, I guess. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Why does this make me want to buy beer? Why are they applauding? Like that calls for a Carlsberg because you did a brave thing. You know what I'm realizing? The black couple should get more than a beer. <laughs> this is um, 11 years ago. This is still the tail end of like everything had mm-hmm. to be some sort of a goddamn a flash dance yeah. or a whatever flash you dance, call it. Like grandpa. A, what do you call? Fl- everything has to be a, a flash, flash mob. mob or a prank with a whole bunch. Everything of Everything has to be like, a flash dance. God, I hated that era Andrew so Walsh. much. That I hated that era so much. Like you can keep your flash mobs. Well, Dave, sorry, Andrew's not into it. Oh, wait, did it. Dave like it? I thought. What he does that have to do with Star Wars? By the way, I think it's just a, he's just making a movie reference. Um, all right, one more, and then we got to get out of here. Okay. And I, I just thought this was like really funny. Justin shared this on Facebook um, and says it feels like it should be shared here. You know, and we all know the O O O O'Reilly jingle, right? Yeah, it's, it's very local. Yep. It's, it, well, it's I think it's is it not everywhere. regional? Oh, okay. I think it's a national chain. Um, so apparently, at some this is from TikTok at some wedding somewhere, and I will say, it looks like a sadly ill-attended wedding just from mm. the shot here. You have, I guess, like a bunch of the employees who were the original singers of that jingle get happened to be together for this wedding. They, you know, all knew each other. Talk about this jingle. Yes. Okay. Um, So they're all at this wedding and this is just, you know, again, like a somebody's handheld, somebody's phone video. It's ticky tacky. It's ticky tacky. Yeah. You know what TikTok looks like. I mean, I guess I don't, but Mm -hmm. I assume other people do. Um, And so we have them up on stage, a guy doing who's, I guess, the guy who did like the voiceover, like the 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 spiel for the the ad. And then the guy who's the two people who sang the song, Mm, like the O'Reilly jingle. So they're just including the Yes. Picture a pretty empty and very generic wedding venue while these people are up on stage, like hamming it up for their old jingle. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, 
So they're just performing it at somebody's wedding. It's somebody's it's probably wedding. like the, the, the older generation yeah. is performing this at somebody. I will say I, this. This is a very um this is a very snobby, cruel thing to say. It looks like this this venue is fine, but who's ever taking this video is just like sitting in their, you know, in their chair somewhere. So they're sort of shooting up a little bit and mm-hmm. you can see the dropped ceilings. If you're ever taking photos at somebody's wedding, if possible, try not to put the drop ceiling in. Yeah. There's just something about that that always makes it seem less romantic. I agree. There's I nothing agree. romantic about a drop ceiling. How about that be my quote for the show? I like that. All right, are we done? Uh, everything has to be a flash dance or there's nothing romantic <laughs> about a drop ceiling. What? Wait. Okay, go wait. ahead. What? Say it over the music. So David commented on Justin's video that he posted and says, that's one, that's very sweet. Okay, nice. But I thought this was interesting. David says... I have an irrational hatred for this jingle because O'Reilly bought out Shucks Auto that was a local store and rebranded them. They even did a phased takeover, so the jingle temporarily included the Shucks name. It was called Shucks O'Reilly, and the jingle was Shop at Shucks O'Reilly instead of the O-O O'Reilly. I would have gone with Shuck, Shuck, Shuck. Go Riley. <laughs> I think he, I don't know if that's better. Okay, okay. Uh, it said it, he says it always bothered me, despite having literally no affiliation with or memories connected to Shucks, aside from hearing their jingle and commercials growing. Huh, up. But I get it. You like you. You know, yeah. it feels like you know when a national chain takes over something that you grew up with, it feels like you lose a little piece of something. Yeah, so yeah I I, that was interesting. I, that. I look. I looked for the Shucks shop at Shucks O'Reilly version, but it was lost to history. Sorry, I rushed the music before. That's all right. It just seemed like a good spot. Well, I wanted to share that. I wanted to share Justin's memory or David's memory, rather. Um, All right. Thank you, everybody, for posting to Facebook. We haven't uh, we haven't had a jingle lately. Call us up with a jingle. You heard some great jingles today. We'd love to hear that. Uh, Somerset jingle that'd be fun. Yeah, oh, that would take some work though. Um, call us at six zero seven four 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 five five nine seven. You can email us at after these messages show at gmail. Visit us on the YouTube page. As Andrew said, there's a ton of new content there, and it's pretty easy to find now. We had yeah. some SEO problems at first, but I was able to like kind of uh, make a customized handle or whatever. But if you just type in "after these messages podcast" on YouTube, you will find our channel. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would just find like a bunch of "after these messages" jingles from the '80s or right. whatever. Yeah. And then the Facebook group is uh is always fun. It's happening. It's always happening. It's hopping. <laughs> it's it's hopping. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. You'll be